Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony coming to you with another episode of the Karate Chronicles. I'm rolling and recording on Wednesday, April the 15th. I hope that you're all staying safe, sane, and sanitary in the midst of this coronavirus thing. And I have an interesting thing I wanted to go over. I did a podcast a while back about what martial artists can learn from boxers and boxing. Now I kind of want to go the other way and go into what a self-defense-minded martial artist can learn from a point fighter. Now, I am fully aware that I have spent many minutes in my life speaking down and speaking poorly of what the proliferation of sports-style karate tournaments have done to authentic karate. And it's not just in karate. It's in taekwondo. Taekwondo is overall looked upon in a very negative way now as something that kids do or ineffective or ineffectual and all of these things because of the sportification of the art. I've done the same thing as it pertains to karate and Brazilian jiu-jitsu and judo. A lot of these arts have become so popular because of the sportification that the original or the authentic meaning or the purpose is largely lost. Uh, Off the top of my head, the only fighting arts and martial arts that I can think of that still maintain a high level of realistic training, even in a sport version, is, um, is wrestling and uh, bare-knuckle karate in its offshoots, Kyokushin, Enshin, Asashihara, etc. Now, the one thing, though, that I see that too many self-defense-minded martial artists neglect is the ability to strike and not be struck. And I don't mean just defense in the traditional sense of making them miss their punches. I'm talking about getting in to deliver a blow or blows and then stepping out of the way or at an off angle in a way that precludes them from hitting you back. Lyoto Machida did it in the mixed martial arts world and does it very effectively. Um, Steve Thompson, they call him Wonder Boy, he has done it as well. He's parlayed his ability to get in and out into a very successful mixed martial arts career. But I think that there are too many people that think that martial artists should portray or embody a certain level of what you call toughness. Now, I stand by the concession, or not the concession, I stand by the belief that anybody can be knocked out. I've seen so many people winning a fight or winning a confrontation and get hit with a wild strike and just get downed. That is why um, I love, as much as I love watching professional boxing, I really enjoy watching the amateur style because I feel like it's more conducive to self-defense training because they're looking to score and get out. And it's not to say that you can't hit someone or even some people very hard before getting out, 
but the onus is on delivering your attack and getting out of the way. And I cannot place enough importance on that as far as the way that I look at martial arts training. The reason that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo and wrestling are so respected is because over and over again, due to the high-level refinement of their skills, they have learned that a smaller person can handle a larger one. And that's not to say that size doesn't matter. I'm not going to say anything that stupid because you all know how I feel about that. The fact of the matter is that when it comes to martial arts and self-defense and all of these things, the underlying principle or the concept or what makes it so attractive to some people who are not necessarily athletically inclined is the ability for a smaller person to be able to reliably defeat a larger one. That's what made Hoyce Gracie's victory, victories in the early Ultimate Fighting Championship so riveting is that this guy was 176 pounds. There was no way in. He just went and mopped the floor with other practitioners without even having a single strike landed on him. He didn't take a single strike until UFC 4 when Keith Hackney took some punches at him. Landed some punches. But the point being... To me, the most attractive feature of the martial arts is the idea that you can defend yourself against a person who outweighs you and who is much stronger than you are and perhaps is initially more aggressive. Basically, martial arts is so attractive to people because of the underdog status. It allows people to defend themselves when on paper they shouldn't be able to, right? And I say all this to say, when I look at the martial arts, when I look at martial artists, far too little attention is being paid to the notion of being able to deliver your weapons and predictably and reliably get out of the way. I don't mean the individual that you're defending yourself against happens to miss, I mean you being in a position where they're unable to strike you. I mean you putting yourself into a position or an angle or at a distance where even if they were to strike back, they would not be able to reach you with their strikes. And I can't emphasize how important that is in the self-defense universe in the self-defense world because I think sometimes people forget that the point of martial arts and self-defense is not to beat up your opponent. It's to make sure they don't harm you. And because people don't think about that as much, it may lead them to teach these really long and in some ways impractical self-defense techniques and sequences with the idea that the person's not going to be able to strike you back. And I don't know when that started. I was never taught that way, certainly. And I don't teach that way to my students. Excuse the noise for one second, folks. Um, I'm not a litter bug. I had to put my stuff away. Anyhow, 
I just, I would really, I would love for martial artists to really look at the way that a sport fighter, at a competent level anyway, is able to deliver their attack and evade a counterattack in the same motion almost. It's almost like they attack in a way that allows them to escape effortlessly. And I'm not going to say it doesn't take effort. It takes training. It takes discipline. It takes practice. All these things. But I think that martial artists would be well served or self-defense specialists in whatever um, discipline that they instruct in. I think they'd be well served to remember that. So that's it for right now, folks. I'm just going to let that marinate in your brain. And uh, that's it for now. Check me out at martialartsoakland.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, all under Thomas Kempo Karate. But the most important thing is always, please be kind to yourselves and each other.